boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Franchise Buys Games, your weekly gaming news podcast with two men with over 60 years worth of playing games experience under their very belts, right under the bloody corsets, 60 <laughs> odd years just crammed in there. Um, one thing I've never asked you, producer Nice Guy Johnny, what's the fucking earliest gaming memory you have? Jeez, it might be Alex the Kid. I think mine. System? Mine is a no Spectrum. No, no. mine it's... is Spectrum, and it's it, you know the Indiana Jones game that wasn't Indiana Jones, but I think it was called Temple of Doom, but it wasn't officially affiliated with Indiana Jones at all, because uh, the Spectrum was like on tapes. Yes. I... I, I and like it was a roll of the dice if it was even going to fucking work or not. I think actually my first memory is playing either Dizzy, Dizzy on Commodore sixty four. Yeah, yeah, classic, classic. Or, or Duck Hunt on on the NES. NES. I remember getting me Commodore sixty four. I got the Amiga Commodore, the Amiga five hundred plus. Yep, likewise. Yeah, and the it was the cartoon classics version or something. So you got. I'm sure you got a Simpsons game free with it. Yes. I think and it was, it was Bart, Bart versus the Space Aliens. Bart versus the Space Aliens. So you had like spray paint everything that was purple. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> right. That was... That was yeah, I'd f- love to play that game now because I, I, do I you know wasn't, wasn't coordinated enough to do the skateboarding thing. Nah. Do you know what it is? The old, old mama franchise, right? She's got a lot of explaining to do. Uh, I put that Amiga in the loft at the parents' house. Knowing that one day I would become uh, enamoured, borderline obsessed with <laughs> collecting and hoarding consoles yes. and old computers. Uh-huh. And I went in the loft during what was the sort of the inception of that uh, obsession, uh, and the Omega was gone. And when I asked where it was, it was taken to the hospital for the sick kids to play with. And I don't know if that is, you know, when your dog dies and it gets sent to the farm. So I don't know if you should just put no, it in no, the no, bin. It, it generally went. With it. It's, <laughs> there's, there's kids now, like back then, trying to now play, having the same issue with Bart versus Space. Because at that time when they had like a fucking broken leg or something and they were in hospital just playing level one of lemmings over and over <laughs> and over again lemmings me and me, uh, me, me old man couldn't get past the level called dolly dimple <laughs> still got I could still draw you that map right now we've probably had this discussion before but I could still draw you that level right now <laughs> it haunts me until eternity it fucking haunts me Two men with over 60 years in this gaming industry. I think you've just pr- proven it. Right pretty now. much. Pretty much. Uh, I am a titular protagonist, old franchise. Uh, that right there is producer of the show, Mr. Nice Guy Johnny. As always, is Slippery Devil. A slippery devil, like a ferret covered in fairy liquid. Johnny, let's start this week's show the same way we start every show. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I know we've got new people. I know we've got new people. I say the numbers, I say the numbers going up, I know we've got new people. Just to, give you, just to boil the piss off what we do here, we get into it, we talk about what we've been playing in a little bit of a segment we like to call, What Are You Playing? And then uh, get into them gaming news choice cuts. 
just the finest news items from the week. And then we'll just boil the piss off it. Get in amongst it. Get in amongst the weeds. So, nice guy, Johnny. That being said, what are you playing? Well, I, I had a bit of a, you know, situation. This a week. Situation. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to go the way you did or if you were going to go for the uh, situation. We got a situation. Right here. Right here. Situation. I, I, I went for the whole flamboyant situation. Yeah. Situation. <laughs> what was your situation? Well, I got pinged by that bloody NHS COVID app. You um, and uh, a, bi- a million other people, people in a week, alleg- allegedly. So, yeah. So... I got. I had an encounter. An, en- an encounter. I had an encounter on a Saturday. An illicit encounter. Um, and then on the Thursday, I found out that I isolate for six days. Yeah. Six days. So that gave me some, you know, time to review my gaming choices. Nice. And nice. Try out a few more things than otherwise I wouldn't have been at liberty to do. Mm-hmm. So I I dived into a lot of stuff. Just been dab them dabbling. Just, just to try it out, you know, and, and not everything was successful. <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> just to see how just it feels. Just to see how it feels. <laughs> <clears throat> so, for starters, I downloaded Football Manager 2021, the Xbox edition. Really? Yep. Get this. Played it for two seconds because it's based on uh, Football Manager Touch edition. Right. It's absolutely dog shit to control, <laughs> right? Don't do it. It's horrible. Unless you've got a peripheral mouse you want to stick in. Just the tip. Just the tip. Um, just to see. So I literally it got to the, the start menu. <laughs> no. Delete. Delete. So, Football Manager 2021 <laughs> on Xbox Game Pass. Nope, not, a, not for me. Do you know what it is? I used to, I have fond memories of the old football manager. Oh, chim- like chim- chim- uh, Like Championship Manager, when yeah. it was called Championship Manager. I've got fond memories of that. Um, and I know Football Manager is available on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have Game Pass for the PC and a, a PC that, to be honest... To play football manager on it would be a little bit of an offence. I mean, you might as well. You you could have dug out the Omega Five Hundred Plus <laughs> if it wasn't at the hospital with the sick kids. With the sick kids, excuse me, sick kids. Hello, sick kids. Are you uh, are you busy with the uh, are you busy playing Bart versus the Space Aliens there? Or <laughs> can I take this back? What was the What was the game though the, on the Omega? The football manager type football masters. F- f- football football. Where that football mast? Yeah, it was. It was football. The masters. one where you just saw the crowd. It was just pixelated. And yeah, like, you'd be watching absolute silence, and then just like, ah. Ah. yeah. Marco was... Gabbiadini has scored <laughs> <laughs> against Oxford United. <laughs> it was. It was football masters. Oh God. Yeah. Abbreviated for our crowd to footy masters. Well, I would have rather have played that. And a nostalgic feel than trying to play the updated football manager. Fucking hell. You know. So yeah, play it on Game Pass for PC. I think that would be the best thing. Mm. But as it's based on Football Manager Touch, probably play it on an iPad or an iPhone or tablet of choice. Probably. Um. I don't know if I've. I don't know if I've ever made this clear during my time as the the host. Uh, with the most. <laughs> for this show, but me and sports long since fell out of love and I don't think I'll ever see the day where I decide to become a football manager ever again 
I've been tempted. Have you seen, you know, wrestling company AEW? Yes, I did see that. They've got a new app out, which, which is essentially... Do you remember when we used to play a game called EWR? Yep, EWR, Reve- Extreme Warfare Revenge. EWR, Extreme Warfare Revenge, what a that game. was it. What a game. That and was. that was essentially Football Manager, but for a wrestler, a like wrestling, a wrestling promotion? Like, yeah, it was basically a like general manager sim or a booker. Aye, it was sim. the booking sim, uh, and it was fucking phenomenal, and it had literally... Every wrestler you would think I of. mean, it was completely unlicensed. And 100%. Brilliant. 100%. Brilliant game. Brilliant fucking game. And AEW now have a game not yeah, too dissimilar. They're cashing in on that old, old school yeah. thing. So, so that's that's the closest thing to football manager I'll get, being a, a booker for a wrestling promotion. But I know you have a love-hate relationship with, with sports yeah. and stuff, but the other game I dove into, yeah. given the fact that football-related, you know, in England were, you know, Riding high football. Yes, we were. Yes, we were. Coming home before it. I had it on. I had it on <laughs> good authority that it was actually in the departure lounge at one point. <laughs> That's how close it was to coming home. But anyway, I've decided to download Pro Evo again. Just, just you did. You did mention that you'd had a slight dabble last week. Yeah. Have you been fully in on Pro Evo? E Pez. Well, E football Pez. E football Pez. E football Pez. Um. I started a Master League, I played a few games, um, it's still on the console, I haven't dabbled you too haven't. much more, now that I'm free. I'm, I, yeah, you've allowed out again, you've allowed out again. But it was it was good just to play, and this is the thing, I'm not a huge sports fan, but I love the way Pro Evo plays. Fuck FIFA, by the way. Fuck FIFA. I know this is going to split the crowd, but nah, nah, I love Pro Evo. Nah, I, I think, I'm, I'm probably going to go on, it's a wild assumption, but... I think a lot of our listeners are also probably in the fuck FIFA camp. Mm-hmm. It's it is the same game year in year out. It is a lazy cash grab. Yep. No innovation at all. Especially now with the FIFA Ultimate Team scenario. Like That's what it is. They don't care about the game because FIFA Ultimate Team makes so much money. This is this is this is Warzone. This is Warzone all over again. It mm-hmm. makes so much money. They're not bothered about anti-cheat. FIFA makes so much money on all of the team. They're not bothered about yeah. trying to fucking reinvigorate the series. I'm you know the leap from FIFA 95, <laughs> where the pitch was fucking vertical? Yes. <laughs> and you had little stars around your players running around on the field. The, yeah. the leap from FIFA 95. Then it took a dive because Pro Evo came in and changed the game. Yes. It, uh, International Superstar Stocker, as it was at the time. Uh-huh. That changed the fucking game. But that, that that was the ethos because they didn't have any licensing. What, yeah. what you call it, you know. Yet they had all the weird spelt names. You know what I mean. And but now it's Man Red Ma- going up against Man Blue. <laughs> London United. London United, <laughs> and in a derby we have Weirside versus Tyneside. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're forced with that hand, you know the only thing you can do is make a, a game that. Mm. Plays well, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean. And this this is the thing about Prevo, and it's like, and it's had some ups and downs when it's tried to do things. And at one point, it slipped towards the FIFA thing and yeah, came yeah. back. But it was all about how does the game play, mm-hmm. and not necessarily does it play well as a football game. Does it play well as a game? Yeah, and yeah. That's what I fell in love with. It was like, it's like. It, just to win a football, it's just to score a fucking goal was a challenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was like you know the what's the word I'm looking for? The the, the joy and the kind of you know the reward elation that you got for actually doing those things yeah. was just 
paramount. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I dove into Pro Evo for a bit. So you're still on that Pro Evo bandwagon, yeah. even though England have long since uh, long since lost the the Euro 2020 final. You're still on that Pro. You're still uh, on your it, Pro it's Evo. It's nice shit. to jump in and out for a bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's there. Yeah. Um, I I know that I'm gonna have to clear the decks a lot because uh, flight sim's coming out. I'm gonna have to try and. You're gonna have to find some fucking room for flight sim, uh-huh. by the way. I don't know if you, it's better for you now to just bite the bullet and just buy the extra uh, the, the extension yeah, the fucking SSD. I might have to. And yeah. then fill fill all two hundred quid of it up with uh, <laughs> just flight sim, <laughs> which I'll play probably once. We uh, still haven't. Still no word on that fucking peripheral. That Hortas. Still no word on the official Xbox Hortas. It ain't coming, is it? It ain't coming. Much, no, like, the, much like the Switch Pro. Big Phil did make a comment about a certain peripheral the other, the other week, which we can touch we'll, on. We'll get into that. That'll yeah. be part of the choice cuts. That'll be part of the choice cuts. Um, so, yeah, I, I also had Full Throttle downloaded. Um, Classic. Started playing that a little bit. Nice guy. Nice guy. Johnny Askey. It's a Johnny Askey. Yeah, indeed. It's up there with uh, Grim Fandango and Day of the Tentacle. They all came out together, didn't yep, they? Yep, yep. So all the the remastered collection, Grim Fandango, Day of the Tentacle, it's and not Full as smooth, Throttle. Though. I think a lot more care and attention was given definitely Grim Fandango and Day of the Tentacle. I'd, to be honest, I, that's probably because even and again, this is just my opinion. Uh, this might not be accurate, but at the time they all came out, I feel like Full Throttle didn't get the lion's share of people's attention it's the way that Day of the Tentacle and um, Grim Fandango did. It's the reason why I'm playing it now and not yeah. back when it came out. <laughs> and arguably, Full Throttle had everything like that appealed to people back in the day. It Mark was Hamill's called in it? Full Throttle. Mark Hamill is in it, yeah. and it it's essentially the whole. If you were to sell Full Throttle on a poster, it's fire and a man on a motorbike wearing leather. <laughs> Sold. Like that was that was that was the pinnacle of fucking action back in the day. When that came out, so how how many uh how long have you, how much time have you put into full throttle at this point? Just going through the motions. As through I the motions. Point and clicks. Yeah, yeah. Like Johnny, Johnny ass games. Um. Played quite a bit of Forza again. Back on that Forza, Forza bandwagon. Horizon Five. Is this got Forza. anything to do with the fact that we know that Forza's Forza Horizon Five? Well, yeah, coming. It reinvigorated stuff. Yeah. Um. It was interesting though because obviously hardly scratched the surface and also the powerful young James Campbell also didn't really scratch the surface as much as he thought prospect <laughs> prospect uh, and member of the Fortnite squad powerful young James Campbell because we, we hadn't even gone through the whole got to level 20 in order to unlock multiplayer <laughs> fucking hell so that, that was a grind in a bit but a joyous one actually right just, uh, just to get your influence points up did it take you long to get there did it take you long to get to level 22 unlock multiplayer? It would take a good day from starting from scratch, I think, of doing nothing. But yeah, you, you've got some grinding to do if you want to play Horizon 4. <laughs> See, that's the problem. That's the problem. When Horizon 5 got announced, that was the first time, I think, ever, not ever, the first time in a long time where a racing game outside of Mario Kart or Crash Team Racing... Or even Wipeout. Like, I was a fan of Wipeout. Wipeout. Like, it was the first time a racing game had actually reached through the screen and grabbed me eyeballs and was like, don't you dare look away. And it was Forza Horizon 5. And then there was the discussion between the the squad. Um, the squad that I play Fortnite with. 
that we play Fortnite with mm-hmm. over on twitch.tv slash the franchise, which essentially is the only game we're playing at the minute because there's nothing else out. Um, so there's me, nice guy Johnny, powerful young James Campbell, Princess Nefetum, and the viral Cyrix. You know, people just drift in and out. We're, we're sub-people in and out of the Fortnite squad. But that Fortnite squad, you went on to play Forza based yeah. on that. Yes. And I, I am tempted to try Forza Horizon 4, but now knowing that it's going to take us a day to unlock the multiplayer, probably going to wait. However, I would say there's a lot more to that game than just the multiplayer. And there's a lot of fun to be having of just playing it. And like, right. It's like, as an arcade racer, yeah, which yeah. what it is. Yeah. With just enough kind of sim in there to make it more more interesting. Yeah. Like with the tune-up of your cars and how things look. You know, it's very realistic looking. Um, it's just fun. And gen- generally, you, I don't think you'll come away with a... Like with anything good, other than a good taste in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I don't yeah. think okay, it'll yeah. piss you off. I think there's enough enjoyment, enjoyment in that. Even just driving around and taking in the scenery. Trip advising the fuck. Tri- I've never trip advised in a driving... I've never even put... Trip advising and a driving sim or driving arcade. I never put the two and two together. It Even t- though I've played Burnout, yeah. which was a, a like a city was your playground. Yeah, it, like, it, it, it ticks a lot of boxes. So I yeah. generally think, genuinely, that you, you'd come away with a smile on your face if you've got the time to play. Well, I mean, you see if I've got the time to play, which just segue that straight in the fact that I have played nothing <laughs> this week. My consoles are woefully just the cold. The cold. All I've played is Fortnite. That's it. And the, those games have been sparing. However. 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 Now, here's what it is. Right? I just want to put this out there. I just want to put this out there. So this is more of a this is more of a reminder, right? This is more a reminder for the Fortnite squad. And anybody listening who thinks who thinks they've got Fortnite chops. Alright, this is this is all franchise speaking directly to you right now. Squad, listen up, right? Yes, sir. The kill record for our team, solo kill record. On trios. Was, well, it was done in solos. The previous kill okay, record was yeah. done in solos, which was 17 kills by Princess Nymphatman. That was the previous kill record. Of the squad. Nice guy, Johnny. Who's got uh, who's got that kill record now? In trios. <laughs> kill records are kill records, son. Who's got that kill record now? You do, your majesty. Yes, he does. 18 kills. So, squad. You are on notice right now. Some people you are support are. players. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are medics. <laughs> no, in fairness, in fairness, couldn't have done it without the uh, without nice guy Johnny and Princess Nefetman, who both one left a kill for us. There was a kill there that somebody else could have grabbed. Princess could have grabbed a kill and left it for me because I asked her to. And then I got downed, and Johnny picked me up for the final kill, which was the eighteenth kill and the the game winning kill. It was a money shot. It was the fucking money shot. I'm probably going to share that on socials at some point. Um, it wasn't on stream either, so no. it was literally it was just it was just the two us us two and and, and princess who were playing at the time. So that's it. That's all I've played. That's all I've played. I've just been adult and at a rate of knots. 
that I don't want to be this level of adult, and I don't want to do as an adult. I don't want to do, do you know this. What you need, you need to be pinged by the COVID. Office. I need, I need a good ten day off. <laughs> this feels like uh, this feels like the perfect opportunity to download that app. <laughs> Go outside for two minutes. You'll be pinged by five of them. Fucking <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah, so I haven't actually played anything other than the obligatory Fortnite, which is disappointing. However, there isn't a lot out either. Right now, right now is the time where we should be chewing through our backlog, and I'll tell you. There's not going to be a lot out from. Well, I mean, you say that like more things have been delayed this week, but we'll we'll absolutely get on to that. What I do want to do, Johnny, have you got any other games you've been playing, or do you want to just get straight into these choice cuts? I think we should go straight into it. Let's. uh, I mean, I've earned my money this week. You've absolutely earned your money this week, and we will spin Game Pass Roulette. We need let's to get that play. feature. Roulette's play, sorry. Roulette's play. We need to get that feature up and running. And we'll and spin it and we'll put it on the socials after. We will. We're going to... I'm going to try and incorporate Game Pass Let's... Game Pass Roulette's play into twitch.tv slash the franchise. So what I'm maybe going to do is every Wednesday, I'm going to stream Game Pass Roulette's play. So it'll be a couple of hours where it's just me playing whatever game that I have to do. Yeah that week cool. which works for me because it fits in with the stream schedule and it also means I get to play the game yeah. that I have to play for the feature variety spice of life a little bit of variety in there do you know what I mean um, we'll get on to the choice cuts nice guy Johnny you've already alluded to one of them which we'll pick up straight away we've said on this podcast time and time again now that the the only thing so far that feels next gen about our current gen is the dual sense. yes and Phil Spencer, a uh, friend of the show, Big Phil, friend of the show, Big Phil, has came out and essentially said he acknowledges mm-hmm. what the dual sense has done, and the, without saying it, the feelings of the Xbox controller in comparison, yeah. and I think what he said is that they are looking into making improvements to the Xbox controller because of how good the dual sense is. Yeah. And that is the ultimate compliment. Yep. That is the ultimate compliment for somebody, for your competitor to turn around and go, do you know what it is? You have done so well with this. I am now forced to up my game. Yeah. Credits where credit's due. Credit where credit is due. Uh, let's just see if Sony are going to do that with <laughs> the Game Pass type well, thing. We'll PlayStation now exists. But like, I, I feel like it's just not... Well, they haven't thrown the faith into it, really, have they? Nah. How the fuck? If they'd put faith in that, that would have been heavily marketed, which it has not. So, yeah. Interestingly, I think Phil also said that the best VR thing experience at the moment is Oculus Quest 2. Really? (laughs) Which is interesting if that that means, is there still a uh, Microsoft VR thing thing on there? Is there still. Is there still uh, a hunger within the Xbox division to do VR? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'd see, rather they focused on the control pad. Over the years, we've seen Xbox start, the Xbox ecosystem start to uh, be more inclusive of PC. Mm-hmm. And I think if Xbox were ever going to do any sort of VR, they would maybe just lean into the existing VR well, that, technologies the, the, of the PC. Open to partnership. Yeah. Much more open to partnership. Yeah. Now, Sony are starting to drift. You're starting to see them partner, the Discord thing. Yeah. I'm sure there was something else talked about just recently. Oh, we're going to get onto that later on. Yes. Yes, yes it's on the choice cuts. Yes. So, no, they're starting to open up their kind of closed system in some respects. 
I think they have to. They have to. This has been... We can't say the hand was forced. Because, like, the hand was forced fucking years ago and they did nothing about it. I feel like it's finally somebody, be it Jim Ryan or somebody else at the company, has gone, you know, like, hubris has bitten us on the arse too many times. And we are seeing our competitors now not run away with it because the PS5 is still outselling Xbox Series X and S. S. Uh, despite, if you can get a hold of one. Yes, if, despite lack of availability, the PS5 is still outstripping the, the the units sold for the Xbox family. But that being said, there is no shortage of publicity for Xbox because of Game Pass, because of xCloud, because they're out there buying up these fucking studios and we're about to just get... Even though we are in a lull right now, we're in, we're in a, a, a quiet period, made worse by COVID, mm-hmm. and all these constant delays, we are in this quiet period, and that will come to an end with Xbox, not PlayStation. That will come to an end when all of a sudden Xbox is just lashing out, just game after game after game, month after month after month. We've seen the roadmap for Game Pass. This thing's fucking exceptional monthly titles some of which are fucking huge and they've you know hopefully they've tied up what their their holiday or Christmas offering is going to be well it's Halo isn't it yep it's Halo it's Halo all day I don't even think they'll release anything alongside Halo because they don't want to cannibalise that Mm -hmm. they don't want to do what EA did when Call of Duty came out so EA sent Battlefield out to meet it head on. Yeah. And then while them two were duking it out, they were just like, right, now kick Titanfall out into Titanfall out into the field and Titanfall 2, the one of the the strongest first person shooter campaigns in recent memory, Titanfall 2, did you kick that out and die? Fend <laughs> like, for yourself. Just die. <laughs> Prove your worth. It got cannibalized by the Battlefield Call of Duty war. And yeah. I don't think Xbox are gonna do that with with any of their titles come December time? No. When Halo's out? I think it'll be smaller titles. They'll be exclusives. They'll still be the Game Pass games coming out month on month. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it'll be games that they're particularly concerned about cannibalising. It'll not be a biggin, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. What, what my point is that, you know, it's clear. We know it's Halo. Yeah. And we'll get onto it later on, but what is Sony's? <laughs> don't get <honest. laughs> I, uh, I do not know. I do not know. I don't even think they know. No. Um, but you know, the other thing about this, you know, with Xbox looking ahead, they're looking ahead beyond hardware. Yeah. You know. Yes. Which is, you know, I think is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what they've said that, you know, we're focusing on games and beyond. Yes, hardware is important, but for in the future, what is, you know, are we going to have hardware or is cloud gaming going to be the be all and end all? Yeah. And they're definitely looking towards that. And it's no secret that they've been looking at that previous in the previous yeah. generation. Yeah, yeah. So they're probably further ahead than many on, on that thing. I think the I think the one that'll catch that'll catch us out is uh when Amazon finally launch their cloud service. Yeah, how much they've they've learned. <laughs> how much they've learned from fucking I don't know, having Re- several games. games several games. <laughs> We're like, Announcing uh, games, cancelling games. How many developers do you know that unrelease games? <laughs> Amazon have learned some It's available. No, it's not. No, I've changed my mind. <laughs> so fucking... I, I think that they, and they're going to get to the point where they just don't acknowledge Twitch. 
Twitch? What's Twitch? Nah, never happened. Nah, <laughs> no, nope. no, nope. didn't happen. All that hot tub streaming service? No, <laughs> didn't happen. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but the point that I'm raising is because no, we'll get to the first point on the docket now. Yeah, yeah. Is new hardware. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't see this coming. Nah. No, nah. particularly after the what the Switch Pro Quo. Switch Pro Quo, Clarice. You tell me things, I'll tell you things. So Valve have got what? <laughs> Different podcasts. <sorry. laughs> what the hell? Valve have come out absolutely swinging for the fences with the Steam Deck. Yeah. Um. I did not see this coming. Nope. At all. Nope. Um. Coming off the back of last week, where we discussed the the new Switch, the Switch OLED, and the lack of the Switch Pro. Yeah, and obviously uh, there was an appetite for a Switch Pro. There's an appetite for the Switch Pro. Also, uh, was it Giant Bomb? I think, I, yeah, I think it was Giant Bomb. I was listening to the Giant Bombcast, and somebody on the Giant Bombcast raised a very good point. Uh, it was actually somebody who'd wrote in. It was an engineer who'd wrote in to Giant Bomb, and I'm going to butcher this, but the engineer wrote in and said that OLED was absolutely going to be the Switch Pro, but because of component shortages, because of raw material shortages, what they had to do was make concessions, mm-hmm. which brought it down from being a Switch Pro to the Switch OLED. The right. things that they could get hold of, they got hold of, the right. things that they couldn't, i.e. the chipsets to make it a pro for 4K gaming, yeah. were already earmarked by Sony, by Microsoft. Nintendo were new customers into that market for that level of chipset. Mm-hmm. So what they could get hold of, OLED screens and stuff like that, they got. Improved audio, they got. If you look at the new dock, they've sacrificed a USB port for an Ethernet port. It's not an additional port. They've still got the same amount of ports. They've just subbed one out for the other. This OLED Switch was always going to be the Switch Pro. And because of circumstance, they've had to make concessions and release OLED Switch. And granted, this guy's an engineer and he works in this field, but he, he, he didn't say he worked for Nintendo. He didn't say he worked for any particular company. But I thought for an engineer to say that, it makes perfect sense. If you look at it from a business standpoint, if you are Nintendo who've never had any interest in 4K gaming until you want to do a Switch Pro, mm-hmm. and then you've got two absolute behemoths who are already in the 4K gaming market in a, a time where we have chipset shortages, raw material shortages, semiconductor shortages, and you're a new customer going into that, you're at the back of the list. But Right, I can understand that argument, but only in the early planning stage. Yeah. So it, ne- it never got off the drawing board. So as far as Mike, if, if as far as I'm concerned, the Switch Pro was conceptual and on a on a on a whiteboard chart. somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it never got off there. Aye. So to my point, it's ne- it was never a thing. Right. It wasn't something tangible because they probably made a decision there to do all the concessions. Yeah. And if that's the point, what we're going to talk about now in the Steam Deck, how have they managed to get onto the game? Because they're still behind Sony and Microsoft so, behemoths. Yes, they are. However, they're not targeting 4K gaming. No, so but that the, that yeah, is okay. that is the right, okay. that's where the concession comes Fair in. Enough. The Valve Steam Deck is not targeting 4K gaming. Valve Steam Deck is targeting 
720 fucking 800p. Um, which people are going to look at that and turn the nose up at. Can I just say, if, and I don't want to say this as, with any level of cockiness or arrogance at all, but what I'm saying is just there is enough information educated out there on pixels versus screen size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like 720p on a smaller screen looks fucking glorious. 720p on a giant monitor, yeah, looks dog shit. If your surface area to put those 700 to 800 pixels is smaller, you are getting a level of clarity that you are not ready for. And I believe there's a very famous video out there for two smartphones where they did a comparison and one of the smartphones was 720 and the other was like 1080 and everybody thought the 720 smartphone was the better one because even though it was only 720 pixels, they leaned more into colour density yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's where the difference is. Not the pixels. When the screen's that small, it isn't pixels. But we're on we're on this... We're in a world where Nintendo have dominated handheld for generations at this point. Yes. The Nintendo... Going back to the Nintendo Game Boy family, 115... North of 115 million units sold of the Game Boy family. That level of recall by the way unbelievable that's why i I should start a podcast 115 million of the game boy family sold that i can't even put a finger on how much the ds family sold so uh, the full ds range from ds dsi ds Lite, 2ds 3ds 3ds plus 3ds fucking max 2ds plus 3ds all of that fucking shit that nintendo with culminating with the switch uh, as the handheld. Nobody's been able to compete. The PSP couldn't. The PS Vita couldn't. And the Vita on paper is a piece of fucking work. That's a bit of hardware, do you know what I mean? Couldn't compete with Nintendo. Valve have come out with the Steam Deck. Like, a week after we get the announcement for what is the brand new Switch. Yeah. With... Uh, I'm still sort of reeling from this announcement because how how are we charging? How are we charging? In the UK, how are we charging £350 for a 64 gig handheld? It is on paper the most when we, powerful handheld that's going to be released. The most powerful handheld, yeah. You can get a full fucking next gen. The Series S is 250 quid. Yeah, yeah. Which targets what is it, 1080 at 60 frames a second? Mm-hmm. This thing's targeting 700 to 800 p, with no word on what they're targeting for frame rate, and we're talking 350 quid. Like the thing I want to discuss here for me personally, and you can get into whichever way you want to get into it, nice guy Johnny. But this for me is another attempt. And this one, for some reason, this is this is the one that's hit. This is another attempt to take Steam and get it off the PC ecosystem yes. and put it into a wider ecosystem. Yeah. This is what this is. My Steam library is fucking disgusting. <laughs> and I do not play games on PC. Yeah. But every time there's a Steam sale, I'm like, oh, a piece of candy. Ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, a I piece like, of candy. I like treats. <laughs> and I'll buy that shit up. But like, fucking, 
the steam like all of the steam box things yeah that was a thing steam boxes which were essentially a little set top box not unlike a fire stick or an apple tv it was a little set top box in which you accessed your steam library from and played with a controller a weird ass looked like a bit like an xbox controller but with two giant fucking upturned satellite dishes as touch pads like this why is this the one why is this the one that's hit I, I, I don't know, I think it's coming off because, you know, the hype train got on about the Switch Pro. Yeah. And this has come out afterwards like, oh, Switch Pro. How about How this? How about this? I mean, I, I think it's a massive gamble yeah. by Valve. A, because what I was talking about, you know, generally about hardware. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to me, something, if you're playing Steam games and stuff, if you've got a device that you can access over a cloud to play. Yeah, yeah. Then any tablet with the right specs mm-hmm. could do it and that's how you want to break it from the PC ecosystem in yeah. my opinion this is basically a portable PC this I mean this is a <laughs> or trying to be a portable PC it's sitting somewhere between portable PC and direct competitor for Nintendo Switch because this this thing is going to come with not at launch but this thing is going to come with an official Steam Deck dock uh-huh. So you can dock your handheld, which you can then plug into a monitor, and you can plug in your keyboard, and you can plug in your mouse, and then it becomes a portable PC, which is the Switch docking itself to become a portable mm-hmm. to become but a portable like, console. You've got gaming laptops; they're pretty portable. I know they're heavy, <laughs> they are fairly portable. But it's it's. I can see it. It's trying to. I, I just think it's a massive gamble because even you talk about the you know, Switch Pro not being the Switch Pro, the Switch. The way Nintendo have won, it's always been the games. The games are designed and optimized for playing in that. I think. Yeah. Here you're talking about you're ranging from your classic Steam games through to AAA. Yeah. Titles, and I think if anything, we've learned of trying to you know do the, even on the remote player on the Vita. Yeah. You just. The experience was not there. No. So I think trying to play a game, certain AAA games on a handheld, yeah, is never going to add up to what you call it. And the price you're paying here for for stuff, yeah, to dock it. People who really care about this are going to have hardcore PCs anyway. Yeah. People who don't care and are not interested are going to be put off by the price tag. Yeah. So. <sighs> I don't. I. I literally. I am so perplexed as to where I'm planting my flag on this one. I mean, I, the question I'm asking is which one am I buying? Well, well, like, you know which one you're buying. <laughs> but, no. So here's... Which, which pedestal are you going to put it on and never play it again? <laughs> right next to where the Amiga 500 Plus should have been. <laughs> here's, so for, for our listeners in the UK, which is the lion's share of you, I'd go as far as to say all of you. Um, here's the three price points for the Valve Steam Deck. Entry level, £349 for a 64GB model, which you get a free carrying case. £459 get you a 256GB model with uh, the NVMe SSD architecture in there, faster storage and, and, and the likes, the things that we used to see in on either top-end PCs, not top-end, but good PCs 
uh, well, not that because the SSD architecture in next gen isn't NVMe. It's I, I believe it's custom, and I can't remember the name of it. The other one we've got is five hundred and sixty nine pounds for five hundred and twelve gigabytes with NVMe SSD architecture for faster storage. It comes with a premium anti glare etched glass screen, uh, the exclusive carrying case a Steam Community Profile Bundle and a Virtual Keyboard theme for the price of both a Series X and a PlayStation 5 you can get a tarted up handheld like where the hell am I? what is this? what am I looking at I, here? I, I, yeah I... <laughs> here's the other thing if you want to play a lot of games on Steam right What what is Steam what does Steam have as a USP for PC gamers? In my mind, it's this. There's two things. One, re- RTS games, real-time strategy. Yeah. Real-time strategy is famously hard to do on console Very. well. Very. Halo Wars is about as close as you're going to get to a decent real-time strategy game on console. Without a keyboard and mouse, that becomes a genre that is very hard to master. Yep. Two, you've got these weird fucking indie super hits like Phasmophobia, Among Us. They exist on Steam, right? Tell you who else has got a fucking niche on the market for indies? The Switch. (laughs) However, this is where I'm at. How are you going to leverage your USP for PC gamers, uh, be it the RTS games like, I don't know, Starcraft, World, what, what was, not World of Warcraft, just Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Like, classic RTSs, call it fucking, what was it? Um, Command and Conquer. Yeah, and the, the, the four X's as well, like Civ- Civilization. Yes, like yes. God mode games. Yes. Like, are they still relevant enough that you would forego just playing them on a on a PC? For 569 quid, you could get a gaming PC. Yes. It wouldn't be great, but, but you could would, get a gaming and PC. And it would probably play those games. And it would play game. those games. Those RTSs and the 4Xs. I don't... I just... I don't know where I am. I don't know what year this is. I don't know why. I don't know why this is all over my Twitter feed of people being the fucking ecstatic that they got it. It's new. It's is it because it's, it's the? Is it because the people who were like, is it the PlayStation Vita crowd, who wanted a high-powered handheld? Nah, fuck that. Like, because the Switch exists. No, I do not know what's happening. Do you know what? The, the, this isn't Switch Pro players. What Switch Pro fans? Yeah. Being disappointed in buying a Steam Deck because they're two completely different players. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, I'm confused by it as well. I, I think it's a massive gamble on something. Like, I, I, to, me, to me, it would be you know, opening up this ecosystem to just playing on any device mm-hmm. that's powerful enough to play. Mm-hmm. Well, not even that, that can do can cope with cloud, cloud gaming. Here's that's what I would have done. Here's what I would have done, nice guy, Johnny. Here's what I would have done. Say I'm sitting there and I'm in a room with Gabe Newell, right? Mm-hmm. I'd say, Gabe, darling. Sweetheart, let's take all the money that we were going to plow into R and D to make a a, a a fairly high powered handheld in in the grand scheme of things in the handheld market 
the most powerful handheld. Let's let's take that money and let's get into bed with Microsoft or Sony or both and let's open up Steam to the console market. Mm -hmm. Because then we can just like look at the amount of people who buy and own consoles. Yeah. Like and the, the same kind of people buy the amount of Steam games that they never play. Yeah. So. <laughs> Open that fucker up. These consoles that we've got now, you can you can just plug in USB keyboard and mouse. Yeah. You open up a, a, another avenue of revenue for Steam. Evidently, that's how I should have played Football Manager 2021, by the way. But moving on. <laughs> moving on. I didn't know. I didn't know. This is, this is wild. I, know, I think... And I'm sitting here like... How the fuck am I going to get my hands on one of these? <laughs> the loudest voices are always heard. True. Doesn't necessarily have to be a lot of them. No. You know what I mean? It could be a handful. The vocal sounding, minority. Sounding like a lot. The vocal and minority. that's what's probably going on here. Because let's face it, you said the thing right at the beginning. Most people are trying to get hold of a PS5. Yeah. And we'll buy one if they can get one. Yeah. one. In, in, the, in the whole vast majority of it all. Yeah. This is just but a fraction. And I, I don't think it's going to give them the gains. You know, for this to actually... You know, net a return, you know, and pay itself back. How many more, how many more Steam users do you need? Yeah. To to, you know, to constantly ge generate this and the whole thing we we always know about PC technology it keeps changing and ever yeah. evolving. As soon as you go in a hardware box like this, you are fixed. You are uh, you stuck? You stuck? Unless Here's, there's upgrades it, available for this, which I don't know. I I don't I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm looking at this this highlight reel now of what this thing looks like. Couple of, uh, couple of um, observations. One, it has the face buttons of an Xbox, with mm -hmm. the the number with the letters in the right place. Two, it has the R one R two of a Dual Shock, or not necessarily Dual Sense, but definitely a Dual Shock. Yeah. Uh, it also has R3, R4, which looks very reminiscent to an Xbox Elite, where you can put uh, the little arms on the back. You've got uh, additional shoulder buttons there. Um, I think those thumbsticks are too high, far too high. I don't know how that's got through R&D. If you want a query how high those thumbsticks are, Take a look at a Wii U gamepad <laughs> and how fucking awkward that cunt was to use. <laughs> those thumbsticks are too high. What they've done is they've put those weird touchpads, yeah. small square touchpads underneath your thumbsticks. Now, what you should have done here, boys, is you should, if you wanted to include them touchpads, champion, I'd have moved them up. I'd have moved all your face buttons and your thumbsticks more central. Uh, I mean, look look at it. I've got a dual sense right here. Mm -hmm. Where are the thumbsticks on that dual sense in relation to everything else? Below. Below. They're at the bottom. They're at the bottom. We've got an Xbox controller right here. Arguably a little different because the Xbox has got the uh, the ergonomics about it. The thumbstick with your buttons, bottom, bottom orientated on the controller. If you have to reach up to the top of your pad while you're holding that fucking thing... Mm -hmm. Get me an iPad. Get me an iPad. Go an iPad. Here's an iPad, Johnny. That 
that iPad there. Franchise picks up an iPad. <laughs> Franchise has picked up an iPad. The battery is dead. He clearly hasn't used it for a long time. He doesn't remember buying it. <laughs> if I'm holding that thing there, uh-huh. look where the R three R four buttons are. Yeah. Right down here. Yeah. So I need me hands here. Yeah. But you to also use need fingers at the top. But I also need me thumbs right at the fucking top. Yeah. Those thumbsticks are in the wrong place. They are. I rest my case. <laughs> On an iPad that I didn't realise I bought. Of course you bought it. It's what he does. It's what he does, huh? I probably bought it to play like fucking XCOM or something on, or I don't know. I, I, it came out of nowhere. This, it, yeah. you know, it, the, the pre-order has already hit. You know, we're in, we're in that loud initial yeah. period. Let's let's see actually how it plays off. I need to see a couple of hands-ons with this, like yeah. before, before, before I commit, because right now. I've got the cash sitting there waiting for my OLED switch already. I've already put it to one side. I want my OLED switch. We discussed this last week. My switch is fucked. Uh, the Joy-Con's broke. It doesn't, the battery doesn't last. I want a new switch that I can sit and enjoy anywhere I am. Yeah. Uh, and all the little improvements they've made, grand. I will get that. If I can get hands-ons previews with this because this is the thing's coming out in December by the way is it mm-hmm. or is it next year uh, quarter one 2022 so it's not December my apologies this thing's coming out next year like I need some hands-ons I need some hands-ons I think the thumbsticks are in the wrong place I, 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 I don't know hang on I, I hang on, hang on. Hang on. Let, let me I'm gonna play devil's advocate here then. Right. Then. So somebody should. You're buying. You want a Switch Pro because you. Sorry, <laughs> Switch OLED. Yeah, sorry, shit. but because you've got a Switch and you know it's got issues, but mm-hmm. you enjoy playing your Switch. Yeah. Because of the games you can play on the Switch. Yes. Okay. What games in your Steam library and stuff will you not be able to play on? Be available on the Switch's virtual console stuff. Um. Should we have a look at my and Steam it, library? And is it really that important, right? You know. The other thing is, are you only ever going to play these games if you have them in handheld mode? Do you yeah. think having it in a handheld mode and accept will that accessibility let, make you play those games more? Jesus. So what we're saying is, we need to have a look at what games are in my Steam library. Aha. Uh-huh. If I can remember the fucking password. Mm-hmm. So the question is, what? I mean, look at that. That's my Steam front page, Steam Deck, yeah. right there, mm-hmm. right there, front and centre. Let's have a look at my library. What games have I got here that I couldn't play on a Switch? Um, Armour 2, that's never come at the Switch. Baldur's Gate, <clears throat> nope. Bastion's probably there already. Binding of Isaac's definitely there. I own it. Breath of Death, Indie, probably there. Costume Quest, definitely there. Cthulhu saves the world. <laughs> Indie, like that level of game is not a challenge for the Switch. Disco Elysium, whether or not you'd get that on the Switch, I don't know. It would probably have to be uh, toned down, maybe. Don't Starve is on the Switch. Dungeon Defenders, don't know. Elder Scrolls, Oblivion. Um, Skyrim's on the Switch, so there's no reason that couldn't be. Fallout, every Fallout game. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them. Do we have Fallout games on the Switch? I don't, I don't think Fallout's on the Switch yet. Uh, Fear. Class. Old school. Class. Final Fantasy VII. Is that on the Switch? I don't think that's on the Switch. FTL. 
Grand Theft Auto, like the OG Grand Theft the OGs, Autos. Yeah. Um, like top-down GTAs. Half-Life, you're not getting that on the Switch. Um, Lord of the Rings, you're not getting Lord of the Rings Online. Metro, Nether, Phasmophobia. All of these games, Rust, uh, Civ Five. Like, this is a disgusting library, by the really way. It really is. For somebody who doesn't ever play games on this... on. But no, this is my point, right? You're not playing them now, right? Would having a Steam Deck make you play these games? No. Then? Because the only ones I want to play on here... Yeah. ...are the Total War games. Yeah. Which are... Mouse and keyboard stuff. RTS. <laughs> exactly. Right? Now, I know... You buy things, yeah. and you and I'm never going to change your mind on that if you decide. But what I will say is, is it important to play the games that you have? No. Nah, all those games I've bought on Steam, I've already played on some other platform. Unless it's like the like Phasmophobias and that. Like, I've only played. I've all. I've already played a lot of those games I just mentioned. Just somewhere else. It's just because they went into the Steam sale. At like three quid, so I'm I'm not, I, I, I fully agree. But in, in terms of, in the context of the franchise, yeah, which device will make your quality of life better? Me switch. The switch, probably. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Johnny. Anyway, <laughs> yes, let's do. get the fucking pre-order in. <laughs> let's put the pre-order in and just move on, shall right, we? Okay. What Second else? item. <laughs> what else we got on the docket? <laughs> um. So we, we we skated upon this before about Sony starting to open up and things like that, and you've already done a you know a blistering pre- presentation I hear on the future and you know the gaming world. Yeah, yeah. You know, good recall by the way. Mm. <clears throat> it's making lots of money. Mm-hmm. It's the ultimate form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems that Netflix <laughs> are getting involved in that yeah. that situation. Yeah, and they've hired some people with certain pedigree. Yeah, yeah. To investigate their next Netflix gaming option of whatever, whatever that. Yeah, I think is. it's just going to be called Netflix Game. Um, it's called uh, the logo I've seen flying around the internet for this is the 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 signature Netflix N, followed by the word game, which looks painfully similar to the English shop. It does, doesn't game. it? Game, very, very similar. Um, even the colour schemes, the colour wave, like the, the dark, not quite black with the, the not quite white game written on top of it. Uh, yeah, so Netflix, Netflix getting into that game scene. And why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you when it is a $179 billion industry? Um, why would you not want a slice of that? And you've already got the most successful streaming platform on the planet yep why would you not want to be a part of that so here's the thing is it going to be for content providers to supply their games to netflix or netflix going to be making original games for this that service i developing games is a lot different than development yes and to be fair netflix have had to learn you know they weren't making netflix original stuff no good quality straight off the bat no they weren't no they weren't so it's it's a it's a it's a challenging thing to get into, mm. hence why partnerships probably going to be important. Well, there's already rumours 
that Netflix will get into bed with Sony at this point. Sony and Netflix already have a multi-year licensing deal um, for Sony Pictures. Yeah. So Netflix gets Sony Pictures. Um, I mean, if we look at pushsquare.com, uh, they've referenced the film Uncharted, which is a Sony Pictures movie, and it will come to Netflix first, following, obviously, the theatrical release. So there's already deals being done between Netflix and Sony for for them to have a, a, a beneficial symbiotic relationship. And this is, like, let's not forget how big Sony fucking is, and this is the Sony Pictures yeah. division. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, in terms of levels of apart from, is not really connected to the game no. interface here. And the only reason Sony Pictures Entertainment are open to more things like that since they had the hack. And they've mm-hmm. learned from the whole MCU things that actually, if they work together, they, you know, yeah. for what was a very closed shop. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and it's interesting if that level of management is that getting pushed down toward, to other divisions. You know, listen, we've run our closed shop for a while. It can only take us so, so far. Mm-hmm. While we've been innovating on our particular things, other people like Netflix have been innovating in you know, the streamed content. Yes. Point of view. Therefore... You know, we either try and invent it themselves, reinvent the wheel from the ground up, which is a challenge. Yeah. Or we get into bed with or partner with someone who knows how to do that. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if that if that follows through. If we will we see instead of players now are Sony going to be offering their games through Netflix? Is the is that the ultimate scenario? That that is the smartest thing I might have ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> like PS Now as a platform, they haven't put any real money into it. They haven't put any marketing machine behind it or anything. If you have the world's biggest streaming platform at your disposal, this is like Xbox buying Bethesda to automatically get a fuck ton of really big exclusives. Mm-hmm. This is Sony and Netflix getting into bed together to give PlayStation the strongest streaming platform in the market. And there's more to it here. There has been teasers uh, of this Netflix game. Um, apparently, currently under the working code name of Shark. And the there's a series of images associated with this. And two of said images, one of them is clearly DualSense controllers. Yeah. And the other one is Ghost of Tsushima. Like, is this... Is this, f- like foreboarding it makes sense you know it makes absolute sense and to be honest it will be a genius move to get into bed with Netflix here's the thing I've got for you nice guy Johnny we've already spoke about this briefly right but here's what I'm thinking you've got games which game do you want to to champion the the launch of said new service what game do you want to like really lean into this do you want to like get on board and say look can we do some content with this can we so what i'm getting at here is yeah absolutely absolutely what what i'm getting at here is obviously it's no secret that we are big fortnite fans can you imagine a world when fortnite becomes available on netflix to celebrate fortnite uh, to celebrate netflix game You've got a, a Netflix limited time event in Fortnite. For example, I don't know, Stranger Things. Yeah. 
the Fortnite map becomes the upside down for a limited time event. Yeah. Like, that's fucking massive for one of the biggest games on the planet. I mean, that should happen anywhere. If, that's, if, if, if anybody from if fucking, on, if anybody from yeah. Epic or Netflix is listening, said right it now. here first. Even though you might, if you've had the idea, we said it here first. You said it here first. Public record. We all know you listen. <laughs> <laughs> Stop sitting outside my house in that van. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I might be just getting ahead of myself there, but if Netflix does do this gaming thing, but if it's if, if it's getting a bit of Sony, whatever. But like. If you if you want to like try and draw people in to use your game and service, what better way to do it than just like oh yeah, stream this free to play game anyway? One of the most popular games on the planet still uh, with Netflix related content. Netflix tie-ins. I apologise for that fucking. If you can hear them birds, <laughs> I feel like a flock of seagulls, and I don't mean an eighties band, just a flock of seagulls just descended upon fucking franchise towers there. Um, why? Fortnite upside down. Netflix. Just all all Netflix original characters being available as skins in game. Yeah. It's you know. Yeah. It's the ultimate tie-in. Yeah. Money. 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 So let's uh, just watch this space for Netflix getting into the into the gaming space. And watch it, this space. Again, and if this is the way the world's going, where does hardware exist in the future? Not on our desks. Nah. In server banks. Quick question, world. just on the back of that, how do you connect a controller to a Netflix account? I don't know. I also don't know. No. Unless you connect the controller to the television. It'll be with peripherals and things like yeah. that. The, 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 there is a hardware element in here. Then, and yeah. the, the logistical hurdles to get over. Yeah. You've got to connect your controller to the television at that point. And the, this has to be already in the works because we know for a fact... Who says they're not going to do it? Within it, the next... Netflix controller. Uh, within the next few years, there will be an Xbox Game Pass app yep. on smart televisions. Yep. That will happen. You won't, because we know we've got the X Cloud coming, you won't even buy the console. You'll buy a brand new fucking LG or a fucking Sony OLED 50-inch fancy 8K television. You'll put it on and you'll have Netflix preloaded, iPlayer preloaded, Prime, Disney Plus, Roku, yep. fucking Ratican that appears on everything and I still don't know what the fuck it is, Hulu, and you'll also have Xbox Game Pass tech, as a cloud streaming. Tech question. Um, the controllers at the moment are they Bluetooth connected or wireless or is it Bluetooth? Bluetooth. So because I know that because I connect that purple controller down. You know Excalibur, the one yeah. that I built on Xbox Design Labs. Yeah. Pick that up. I've got the. I've got the. I bought that because <laughs> it was a very forceful pick. That pick up. that fucking thing up. <laughs> I just want to point that. Out. Pick that up now. <laughs> pick Give it up, you bitch. You bitch. Pick it up. This is um. This is a, what do you fucking call that thing? It's a cradle to hold the iPhone. Yeah. And it's attached to the controller. So yeah. I'm in the, the beta program for iOS xCloud. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I just stick my phone in there and then I just turn this controller on and it syncs to the phone by Bluetooth. There you go. Then. So, Bluetooth, so you just, Bluetooth, the technology's there. Yeah. It's just the codes for unlocking to let the Bluetooth... Cause Every smart TV is going to have a Bluetooth thing. Yeah. Which means you can connect your pad. Aye. So. so there you go. There you go. What else we got on the docket, Johnny? Oh, well, I think they were the major things. Uh, now we've hit some 
bum notes, I'm afraid. Some bum notes, let's just fucking skip through them. In the repeating element of this year is, what will be delayed today? We need a theme song. Yeah, we do. We need a jingle for what will be delayed. Well, you pinged it to me the first time. It was uh, Ghostwire Tokyo has been uh, yeah. delayed until... 2022. 2022? Yeah. So, yep. So, this comes to the question, what is Sony's offering for Christmas? <laughs> I don't I don't even know. I literally do not know. Because I feel like I've already been proven right on Ghost of, uh, on God of War 2 being yeah, delayed. Yeah, yeah, that's not coming. Like, <laughs> I, that's absolutely not coming. Like, uh, when's Horizon? March next year? March next year. What, I mean, what? Or is, is it, did they even say it? I don't even, I can't even fucking remember. Don't, that much has been delayed or pushed back or what have you. I don't even remember the release date. I just know it's next year. I don't know what Sony has outside of third party that they're potentially going to try and get some sort of um, uh, early access maps or fucking skins, exclusive skins. I, I don't know what Sony's holiday 2021 offering looks like because right now we're looking at Halo Infinite dominating the 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 holiday period which makes you think because in the, in the first point when they had to delay Halo they must think we've missed our launch thing but now yeah. it's not going to be squared off against anything no because my understanding also is that um, Riders Republic's been delayed yes again yeah um, fair enough that will still be October time I believe so it'll still be this year mm-hmm um, and you know, when it was Ubisoft's year last year, yeah, um, Rainbow Six Extraction has been delayed, pushed to twenty twenty two January, so that's not going to be a Christmas release. No. So even Ubisoft are kind of missing the, the missing mark. the window. So. Um, Ubisoft delay that's unusual. That's unusual because we sat in this podcast weeks back and talked about how Ubisoft was able to delay games into the back half of the year because. They had such a strong offering, they didn't need to release these games to hit, mm-hmm. um, to hit fucking I don't know sales numbers or somebody's KPIs, um, like. But now I'm thinking, what what do Ubisoft have on the market, or what have Ubisoft got coming to the market that is allowing them to delay these games? We already know Far Cry got pushed. Yeah, for, to be honest, I think they're going to put a, they're putting a lot of stock in Riders Republic, and I think they'll mm. make sure that hits the mark, and that's why yeah. they're polishing it. I mean, to be fair, that does look fun. And I think I think it's one of those things that the, the general design of that game is that'll give content for a while. Yeah, they're going to support hopefully support that. that a game as a game as service. And they've got to you know if we've known anything about games as service, you've got to hit the ground run. <laughs> Yeah, which you, which absolutely stumble. none of them have, by no, the way. No, none of them have. Not a single one. So if they get, if they're taking time to make sure that that hits the mark, then fair enough. And yeah, it's it's only a slight delay again, but it's another delay. Yeah. Um. The other thing that's delayed is uh reverse with our reverse. Uh, we don't really sure. care. Do we? Care. Delayed, delayed for forever. <laughs> Delay until forever. For all I care, I don't need a Resident Evil multiplayer at all. What I do need is my Last of Us two multiplayer. You. Fucking cowards. Where is my Last of Us 2 multiplayer? Fucking cowards. Stop working on a fucking remake of a remaster of The Last of Us 1. That doesn't need to happen. That's true. Give us me fucking multiplayer for The Last of Us 2. Give us a reason to reinstall The Last of Us 2 
on my PlayStation 5 and play it all over again in 60 frames a second with that glorious multiplayer. Because the <laughs> first multiplayer was so fucking good. What's, um, have we got anything else on the docket, Johnny? Uh, we've got two more items. One we might just skate over because I think it, you know, it's a bit important, but it's not the uh, you know, it's, a short It's not the be all and end all. However, you know, Battlefield 2042. Yeah. There's been some information released on the cross-play. Cross yeah, cross yeah. Cross-play details. Yeah, yeah. And this is interesting, I think, because it's starting to really drive a wedge between last gen and current gen. Yes. Um, the main thing being now that the current gen PS5, Xbox Series S and X and PC are lumbered together. In the that, in, in, in cross-play. In that cross-play. Yeah. Um, leaving out PS4 and Series... And Xbox, Xbox One. One. As its own system. Yeah. And actually, you know, the, the difference between those two being this, uh, who who I mean, who saw this? Who saw Battlefield being the game to finally to finally drive the nail between the generations. They did say though, weren't they? They were very clear that they were designing, you know, yeah. Battlefield Six as a. T- this is, the, I mean, this is this is the game where we've asked the question time and time again. This is the game that makes a game for next gen and ports it down. Yes. It doesn't make a game and then try and yep. port it up. If you want to, you know, you're getting a, rather than getting a shinier experience, yeah. you're getting a less experience with the with previous with gen. Previous gen. Uh, and we know all the consoles, so PS4, Xbox One versions, they're getting 64 players. And our current gen crop, plus our PC brethren, yeah. 128 player support. Woo! That's gonna be con- that is gonna be some conquest. Yes, and, and I put, cannot wait for yeah, that game. Coming with that, obviously, there'll be different sizes in the maps yeah. that are gonna be available yeah, yeah, yeah. on this. You know, obviously, with all the people involved, but yes. If you want the 128 player support, <laughs> the conquest that comes with it, you'll either need a PC or getting your hands on the, the current gen. Getting your hands on what is essentially rocking horse shit right now. Well, the Series, series S's seem to be available more and more. Yeah. Ah, that's true. Me. That is true. So, yeah, I, I think that, that was just a t- tip of information, but it's information I think it's important. So. No, that I mean, it's, I mean, it's very important. That could be the first game to build for next gen and port down. And um, it, you are as an as an older gen player being penalised for being an older gen player. And there'll be there will be more games coming, but with the delay of games, yeah, twenty twenty two is still going to be dominated. I think with port ups. Yeah, well, we know this. We know Sony's big offerings. The only one that I think isn't. A port, uh, no, Gran Turismo 7, that's also a portal, PS4, mm. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Not a single Sony game. Well, that's not technically true. I mean, we've got Ratchet and Clank, we've got Demon Souls. Um, everything else, PS4, ported up to PS5. However, then, what's the last one? So the last thing was um, an ESA report, and I'm trying to remember what ESA stand for. Entertainment uh, extra service. sugary arseholes. Yes, the, them. So the commission do report. No, yeah. about gaming, unfortunately. <laughs> you were hoping ah. we'd go something else. Ah. And it was basically just, no, I'm going to you know, really go high level on this. It was about gaming um, attitudes and customs and general you know, uh, culture during right. COVID times. Right, okay. Um, and they noticed there was a lot more of family playing. Right. Fathers playing with their sons. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, careful. Or just general family gaming. 
good, honest, family gaming, unsullied, that now has been sullied. <laughs> the unsullied. Right, right, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, you know, gaming was up, obviously. You yeah. know, revenues have never been higher. 179 billion. No recall, sir. <laughs> Usually it's me with the facts and figures, but no. No. And... And this was reflected on uh, in Sony's pulled advert. You know, it was all about you know a father telling his son. Aye. Story. But it, that that was the thing we were pulling at is that you know there's been, it's brought fa- families have been forced together whether they like each other or not. Yeah. But true. from it, gaming has brought them together and actually, you know, um, yeah, generated further bonds, which is yeah. cool because gaming gets a bad rap of causing you know, you know. Every time some fucking bad culture. Every time some arsehole in America where you can buy a gun in a fucking Asda, every time some fucking arsehole goes off and shoots up a school, gaming's always the first one that gets blamed. Even when I did that presentation that you keep referencing, the question that I was fully expecting, which I got yeah. from the interviewer, was, do you not think uh, gaming's bad for kids? And I was like, why? Why do you think gaming's bad for kids? Is gaming bad or is the fact that you put an iPad in your two-year-old's hands bad mm. yeah does does gaming make me a murderer if i play grand theft auto does that make me a murderer okay so if i play fifa does that make me a professional football player like gaming gets a bad fucking rap always has done but i think to be honest i think a lot of people say through that bullshit now we don't really have that fight anymore because the last few times people have raised gaming as a, a factor in this People have rolled eyebrows, uh, rolled eyes that heavily you could hear it. So, well, I'll just want to throw some stats out here. So, um, roughly the same number of men play as games as women. So it's about fifty-five to forty-five percent. Yeah. So, um, even balance for the years. You know, the age breakdown: twenty percent of players are under eighteen, seven percent over the age of sixty-five. The average of age of a game is about thirty-one. Mm, nice, so, nice, nice. You know, and if you think, and if there's no content generated for a thirty-one-year-old is going to be more of the adult persuasion. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Um, it says two men who play Fortnite. <laughs> like to Casual games are still far and away the most popular genre and nearly half of all games, 49%, get an E for everyone, ESR, yeah. RB rating. Yeah. A rating system regularly used by 80% of parents. So yeah. there's still, you know, the casual gamer is... You know, if anything, the filthy casual has been... The new bar has been set of what yeah. filthy casual actually means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and a filthy casual plays a lot of games. Hundred <laughs> percent. So yeah, I just thought, no, stats are interesting, and I thought that was pretty. No, cool. you are a you are a data man, nice guy, Johnny, and I know you get uh, you get all excited when data gets whipped out, and I couldn't blame you. Big I honestly data. couldn't blame you. Big, big, big data. data. And that's uh, you know, the only docket items we have are the PBG mailbag and checking the dirt sheets. We don't have nothing in the mailbag this week. Um, listen, boys and girls. Boys and girls, if if you wanna, if you wanna just make nice guy Johnny's day, just get in the mailbag. Like it gets proper sad when people aren't in the mailbag. Like really sad, and I just wanna uh, send us data you want us to crunch. Just let let give nice guy Johnny your data that you want him to crunch, crunch. Let's um let's have a look. Let's have a look. I'll also take general comp compliments. <laughs> I think you've got uh. You, you can really tell you've been putting the work in at the gym, nice guy, Johnny. That, that's me flexing, which is a great thing for radio <laughs> podcasts. Um, I'm just having a look on the dirt sheets now. 
And on Twitter, because obviously I follow all the video game stuff, um, Xbox have tweeted to the people now reply saying PS5 is better. The best console is the one you enjoy playing. Have fun. And I will say the majority of the games I play at the moment are on Xbox. All of the games I play are on Xbox. I'm not saying... To be honest, my timeline is pretty much dominated by either the Loki final or all of the different variations of Loki and Thor, i.e. alligators and frogs. Um, I can't... The, the, I'm not getting anything. Epic Games CEO Tim Sweeney congratulates Valve on Steam Deck on the handheld gaming PC. An amazing move. Uh, fucking... I literally, I, I'm still. This thing's blowing my mind. This thing is blowing my mind. It certainly so wasn't many expected, people, and that's so why many people are on board with this. So many people maybe, are on board with this. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're wrong. Have I ever been wrong ever? Apart from that one time about the Switch Pro, which, like, <laughs> which technically is, I wasn't wrong. <laughs> I will still find. In your mind, I will find some sort of. Fucking loophole to make sure yeah, I wasn't wrong. The switch happened and it's called the Steam Deck. <laughs> <laughs> the Steam Deck Pro. No, I'm not. I, I don't have anything on my dirt sheets. Nice guy, Johnny. How no. about you? you well, picking? no, the, the only thing I picked up before the show was the delays to Riders Republic and. Yes. And uh, Extraction. Extraction. Right, well, I think I'll just wrap it up there then, nice guy, Johnny. I will wrap it up right there. Boys and girls, this has been Franchise Buys Games, the second best gaming news podcast on the planet, as such, uncontested. Um, that's been Nice Guy Johnny. Send me your data. Send him your data. I have been titular protagonist, old franchise. You can find us on the socials. Search for Nice Guy Johnny or the franchise. P-H-R-A-N-C-H-I-Z-E. Just in case I ever forget how to spell that, I just wrote it really big on the wall <laughs> right in front of us. I just put me Brandon. I'm a 37-year-old man who puts me own Brandon very big on the wall. And I get it in the neck for having a crib sheet. <laughs> <laughs> If you've enjoyed what's happened today, jump on over to Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice and leave us one of them glowing five-star reviews. It helps us just grab that algorithm by the nipples and give it a good old twist, but like in the good way, not the bad way, like the sexy way. That's the way we want to abuse this algorithm, in the sexy way. If you would be interested in seeing more of myself and nice guy Johnny, uh, we'd... <laughs> We do stream over at twitch.tv slash the franchise. In a hot tub. In a hot tub, doing ASMR <laughs> with a microphone <laughs> shaped <laughs> like ears. <laughs> Johnny twists me nipples while I make sounds like this on microphones that look like ears. If, you, if that's the kind of shit you're into, you should say it in a hot tub, honestly. Twitch.tv slash the franchise would play... Right now, predominantly Fortnite. Until something else catches me eye or I feel like I need to branch off and really get into a single-player game again, like that Resident Evil 8 series. I fucking love the Village, Village series. Top, if, top of content. If something else comes my way and I think I'm going to play that, I want to play that, maybe that's what I'll do on stream. But right now, it's essentially Fortnite. And remember, 18 kills is the record, baby. Uh, anything else, nice guy, Johnny? No. Right, cool, right. Boys and girls, until next time. Laters. Say bye, Johnny. Ciao.
Panthers。